You've arrived. You've arrived. To the Nipple Whiskers Podcast with your host, Bob Dog. He doesn't like you either. Come along as he explores the shadows of yesterday's failures in order to gain the knowledge required for a better tomorrow. The journey starts now. Let's go. What's happening, folks? What's happening, folks? Bob Dog checking in with you once again. Truly appreciate each and every one of y'all for tuning in. And man, 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 I appreciate the love. I love the hate, too. Don't get me wrong. It all both sounds the same to me, but I do appreciate all the love everybody shows. Definitely get a lot of love. I even got people trying to donate, you know, different prizes for the poker tournaments and everything. So I do want to say you're truly appreciated. It's not that I... You know, I didn't mean to not respond to people. I got a lot of offers. It was just, I'm not, I only do it just to give out. Um, I definitely want to get a community tournament going. I definitely need to. I should probably do a post about it. You know, when I finish this, when, I, when I'm done with this one, since my phone's not even in the room, I killed it. Um, I'm going to go ahead and put a post out on Twitter and see what I can acquire over a week and just see what everybody can pull in and what we can do and see what kind of community thing can come together and donate. Let's see how that goes. I'm not sure how it'll go. I'm just going to donate pretty much my typical prizes and whatever people put on top of that, it will just grow. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully no trash. It's a BYOB. You know what I'm saying? Um, Man, I truly appreciate everybody, man. And Oh, it's just life. I hope everybody's doing good, man. I hope everybody's, you know, their loved ones are okay. I hope we're taking every day, you know, and just being being grateful, being grateful, appreciating what we've got. For me, it's very easy. For those that don't know, I grew up RIP to my boy Homer. Definitely thought about you this week. Um, Homer, that was my, my buddy Woggy Doggy's dad. He definitely was not, you know, he was just a normal fella when we first met him, when I first met him, and uh, just a dad, you know what I mean, going to work. One day he goes to work, rolls the truck down the mine, and ends up quadriplegic. So from you know from that point on, I start to know him as I'm going over, hanging out with his son and stuff. I was already smoking weed at that time, so I would go over there. I'd smoke weed. His dad actually smoked weeds, so he'd pull up in his little wheelchair that he controlled with his head by going side to side, and he'd pull up, you know, be chilling with us. Um, he'd just be smoking. He'd just be talking. And I just remember talking with that guy for hours, man. I lived a lot of my life just communicating with that guy ditching school going over and hanging out with him and his nurses and just blowing weed and just chilling and talking man and i just remember watching everything go down as his son ended up just smoking meth all the time his wife ended up cheating on him with his son's friends and it was just life was a disaster man i remember when he looked me in the eyes and said i couldn't kill myself if i wanted to and i'll never forget that I will never forget that conversation um i'll never forget the days that he was able to smile with all that going on and just be able to just be grateful for life. And, uh, I mean, even if he wasn't, he had to deal with it. It was a very, very strange occasion, um, very strange situation. I hope I never find myself in it. But if I do, I'll definitely look at that guy for strength. Um, RIP, Homer, man, you taught me so much, and I'm just so grateful. I hope that, you know, mo- I hope that millions of people could just understand the perspective that I got just from watching you. And that was just and you know just your name and your knowledge i hope it continues because i'm so grateful every morning when i wake up and i roll out of bed i'm just boom i've already won i've already won man i don't care about the back pain that i do feel i don't care about the things you know going on so much money's just money 
I'm so thankful that I can walk, man. I'm so thankful that I can move my hands, scratch my head, play with my pee-pee. I'm so grateful for all these things, man. It's just life is so good. I know we, we get caught up in the things that we don't achieve, but the things that we have, I know we, it's so easy to just overlook them. And I think sometimes we just got to take the time and just look at what we do have. I know it's difficult to do, but man, 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 I try to look in the mirror more than I look in the, you know, I definitely try not to look in the past too much, even though there is some I can learn from it. If things are out of my control, I kind of just let it be. I do, you know, I've got a talent at doing that, I guess. I don't know if it's a talent. Some people call it, you know, a bad thing. I don't know what it is, but I've definitely, you know, established a couple things about myself and just, um, I'm missing the term that they call it, but I know it's very important and just knowing yourself and being able to understand your strengths and weaknesses. My weakness, one of them is my memory. I think about it all the time, man. I've been through so much in my life and more people remember stories about me than I remember about me. I'm not sure how many of y'all have had that instance where you're sitting there with a group of friends and they start talking about hey man remember that time you pulled golf club out of your pants and it will smack some dude at a party and i'm well i don't remember that party in particular but i do remember this golf club so i know they're not lying you know what i mean i know these guys are telling the truth but no i don't remember that party um needless to say i always had fun you know what I, mean? I was always turned up i was never never gonna be the quiet guy i was always gonna be loud and proud you know what i mean always out there it's just the way that i've always been so I'm thankful. I am thankful. And I wasn't always that way, I guess. Um, especially when I started drinking. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But some some days, it all depends on my mood, man. Because sometimes I'm just not having it. And I think maybe everybody gets that way. But I think that's one of the things about having so much um, martial arts training. Is the ability to do damage is something that I understand that I have. So I try to refrain from getting drunk and stuff and doing things that I'll regret. Because I can really hurt somebody. Um, I've trained in it, you know, for most of my life. Uh, I think we started karate tournaments at like five years old. So it was always kind of a mismatch growing up. It wasn't really too fair. Um, and there was a couple of challenges, you know, along the way. But for the most part, when you, you just do it all day, do it all the time. We jumped into MMA. We'd done boxing. I mean, we used to box in our backyard. We were the house where you came over. There were gloves in the back. And we were shooting a video. Um, definitely have some clean left-hand hooks that I landed on there that I remember. Man, that was back when I had long hair. They call me Baby Jesus. Definitely had my hair down past my shoulders. Plus, I had a beard going on, so they called me Baby Jesus. I was getting it on. That's how it, uh, or Suave Bob. They also called me Suave Bobby. It was going down, man. It was love life, love life. Um, Always been a people person, though, man, and it's gotten stronger over the years. I realize it at work because I'm definitely one of the managers that actually goes out, socialized respectfully, just like, we're you know, we're trying not to do this, and I don't, you know, can't park with blades below cars and it's crazy man at work definitely had some crazy injuries at work lately i don't know if i told y'all that i had an injury i'm I'm the safety coordinator so i you know i gotta manage all the safety and everything i had an injury from a guy getting off a lunch bench that was odd um definitely not cool but the guy getting off the lunch bench was like what the hell so after that we had another guy uh, another individual um got hurt in the restroom um, to the point, had to go to urgent care and all that, uh, lost a toenail, you know what I mean? And just, oh man, life is wild. Life is wild. And then at the same time I had to do stuff, go out and help somebody on the dock. And I stayed there for an extra two, three hours. And then I got out and life is good, man. I'm so thankful. So thankful. My kids are healthy. Um, 
lady's healthy, you know, my loved ones are healthy, at least my mom's doing decent, my dad's doing decent. I think my brother's all right. He's got a lady, so he's out, you know, he's no longer living in a trailer in Arizona, so he's doing his thing, and life is good, man. Life is good. With that being said, Packers, they're out doing their thing. They're two and one now, I believe, or something like that. So they're, you know, they're they're doing all right. Scary injury for those that watch Thursday night football for uh Tua Tabaloa, whatever. I, I can typically say it, but I ain't saying it right now. I ain't even gonna try again. So Tua man, just wanna, you know, best of wishes go out to you for those that saw it, the very skin scary injury in the NFL. Um I don't read into it too much just because I understand the risk when you do play, especially with those big of individuals. I mean, it, it is, it's going to happen. It is definitely going to happen. Um, life's a trip. Life is a trip. When we look around us, you know, I, I hope everybody has something to be thankful for. I hope that you guys do, you know, guys and gals, I hope y'all do have somebody in your life that you can reach out to or somebody that, you know, drives you or a reason, a purpose. Um, I didn't really have a purpose in life until I had my son. That was 13 years ago up until that point. That is when I was earning the name Bob Dog just because I was an idiot, man. And when I mean an idiot, I mean I lived for myself. That is that, That's all I had. That's the only reason I had to live. Um, definitely, you know, when I'm out in Vegas, I'm a registered runaway. I can't call anybody cause they're trying to turn me all in. So it's just, you're, you're out on your own. You got to do what you got to do. Ended up, you know, doing what I had to do. Ended up cooking crack and doing my own thing and, you know, started a little drug house and Ooh, I fought the law and the law one. That's all I can say about that one. But, uh, yeah, I ended up getting expedited back to California. No snitching. There ain't no paperwork on them. Not a no way. Um, so just took my L's, man, came back to California, had to reestablish, ended up going to church a lot, got a van from the church, ended up living in that van for a little while, then just life, man, life was going on. Ended up getting back in my mom's house, uh, my mom and stepdad, yeah, I think it was my mom, yep, definitely my mom and stepdad, and then they ended up splitting up and going different ways, and, my, and then my mom ended up in that, man, life's, life's a trip, man. Life's a trip, especially because I'm trying to remember exactly how it all went, but it's not adding up in my head how it all goes. So uh, I'm not really sure what's going on unless my mom got back with my stepdad. She must have got back with my stepdad because uh, I remember my mom and I lived together in San Bernardino. And then when my baby mama was around, she was back at my stepdad. So they must she must have moved out with me. After I moved out of California, she must have moved back in with my stepdad. That's what I mean. I don't remember anything. My memory sucks. But as I start piecing it together, that must have been what happened. Because I know that my mom and I lived out of the house when I was in high school. And she was wild. And she was on another one. No no dudes or anything. I think she was just, you know, doing her own thing. Sanding furniture a lot and doing whatever she did. And I was in there just puffing my trees and selling a lot of dirty, dirty stress weed. Thanks. You know, times have changed out here in California. You can't even find the weed that I used to sell. It was such trash. Um, one time I will admit though, we bought some weed out in grand terrace smells straight like gasoline, like some straight gas. And people be like, Ooh, that bomb. Yeah. has got some gas. No, man, this is the wrong type of gas. I can tell you why it occurred too. whoever was smuggling it across, put it in a gas tank. Didn't seal it off properly. Weed got gas in it. That weed sat in a backyard in five-gallon buckets, those plastic ones that you get from, like, Home Depot. Yep, sat out there just trying to air off and never went away. But you could pick up, like, an ounce for five bucks, man. It would just give you a worse headache ever. But we did pick up some, not going to lie. 
that lasted a little while. Um, yeah, the weed was bad back then. So I used to get mine when I got the best deals was when I used to wait for the native dude that lived next door to my buddy Russ, where I was basically living at. Um, and I would just have to find him randomly. I don't know if he'd, you know, messing around wherever at the res or whatever he, wherever he was growing it. But man, I could get it 200 pound. It was nice. And you go $50 an ounce. You got 16 ounces. You do the math. It was a nice little seam of profit. Plus you could be blowing on it all day. Um, and you get a headache, but we had peach optimo. Well, see, swing it back. When I started smoking, there was Swisher sweet chocolate, um, strawberry Swisher sweet, regular Swisher sweet. Other than that, I couldn't tell you what else existed. That's all we had. That's all we messed with. And typically I blew the strawberry unless it was really, really dirt. Then we'd go with the chocolate, but typically I just blew the strawberry. I blew some nasties. There was seeds all in it, stems all in it. Oh man, I was in the wrong place, wrong neighborhood. By seventh grade, I was wiling out. Um, by eighth grade, people were trying to carjack us. We we're already wild and we we're already doing the stupidest of the stupids. Um, I got expelled from school in seventh grade, in eighth grade, the very like first couple weeks. Oh man. Let's see, my dad owned a shop by then, so my mom had already split, but my dad owned a motorcycle shop. That's how I got a lot of my hands-on lifestyle, I guess, because uh, working on cars nowadays all comes back to those days when I got in trouble. I got uh, expelled. I had to go to school over right. It was a coincidence, but it was literally right across the bridge from my dad's shop. So my, I would go to school, get out. My dad would pick me up. I'd stay at the shop with him all day till 5 p.m. And from that point, uh, man, it was just working on bikes, working on bikes. Um Got to build an MX-100, 1975 MX-100, which was a Yamaha. Rebuilt the whole thing re- from frame up. Um, it was an amazing experience, but with that being said, it was part of my punishment, so I never got to ride it. Instead, my dad actually sold it, and I never got to ride the thing, but that's part of a punishment. So that always, you know, probably taught me something. But I didn't, you know, I learned so much just from building that bike. I learned that I really enjoy it. I enjoy that I... I like restoring things, not NFT projects. For those that want me to unrug something, man, I'm, look, I don't have the time. I don't have the time. I don't have the time. Could I make the time? Yes, but I got bills to pay. I got to keep a roof over my family's head and stuff. So, man, that's why somebody asked me this week why I don't have a Discord. And I was like, I don't, you know, I can't take on that responsibility, have a bunch of people there, try to manage that. And then if they put out, you know, my account gets hacked or something, they put out a bad link and people start clicking it and I start costing people thousands of dollars, man, I would feel so bad and I would not have the ability to repay it. So it's like, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm good. I'm good on all that. Um, Truly appreciate all the love that people do show me. I wish I could give you all more. Hopefully in the future I can, you know what I mean? I just need one of these like UFC packs to just hit and give me like three championship moments so I can sell one or two of them and then I'll be, you know. A little decent, a little decent. But with that being said, man, UFC UFC Strike, what's up, man? Love the pack I pulled today. Um, they had the tapped out pack, and I did pull one of the rarer moments, which was a Ronda Rousey contender moment, I believe. Um, that was, you know, roughly 50 bucks earlier today, but it's part of the challenge. So we'll see that where that goes. Everybody had a 5% chance of pulling the uh, Royce Gracie. I didn't get it, but congratulations to those who did. Um, that's, that's definitely dope. I would love to have that moment. There's only 75 of them. I think if I buy a championship moment, that's probably the one that I'll buy just because it was UFC four and 
that's definitely inspired me since I was young. Um, I love jujitsu, man. I love jujitsu. I love everything about it. I love watching these crazy techniques that people have never seen before. And you're just like, I didn't even know you could choke me out like that. I remember the first time I rolled with the black belt. What's up, Hank? Um, that fool, man, had me tapping out in 15 seconds the first time. Second time, maybe 20 seconds. Third time, maybe 30 seconds. You know what I mean? It kept getting better, kept getting better. By the end of our rolling session, it wasn't too long. It might have given me 10, 20 minutes with the guy. I was rolling with him. It felt good, man. I was able to roll with him. Even he was impressed, so that was cool. Um, he was definitely tapping me out real quick in the beginning. I would put my hands like on the mat and stuff, and he would just grab me. Boom, boom. That was over. I was like, what the hell just happened? Not even knowing how he did it, but I knew I wasn't going to put my hand there again. And if I did, I knew what to watch for. So it was, no, no, I love it. I love it. It's a chess match. And even though I started behind and I had a whole bunch of pawns by the end of it, I had a couple of rooks in play. You know what I mean? I had a couple of ways to make some moves. I love the growth part. A lot of people ask, you know, why I work so many jobs. I love growing. I love learning. I enjoy it a lot. You know what I mean? I, I do love learning. I hate being stagnant and doing the same thing. I get bored of it. I, I'll move on. I ain't gonna lie. I, I move on. And my attention is no longer there. Um, I don't want to talk about relationships like that, but you know, it kind of seemed to be, you know, kind of the same thing. I, I'm pattern recognition. I got that. I understand it. Um, I know my strengths and weaknesses, and that is not one of my strengths. But with that being said, loyalty is not a not, uh, you know, that's not in question. Motherfucker, man, I be loyal, man. I'm telling you, I'm not messing around. I made those mistakes in my younger days. That was one of my biggest problems. I used to go into church talking about it in the counseling little things when we sat at the little groups and talked about it. And I'd even tell people like, man, I just can't stop. I just I can't say no. You know what I mean? I don't even want it. It's just thrown at me. And I'd be like, all right, fine. I got better at home, but I'm still doing some stupid. I, I'm not on that level no more. Thankfully, with that being said, I don't drink no more. Um, I don't put myself in uncontrollable situations like that. So it's just maturing, you know what I mean? Getting older and uh, different priorities. Plus, I understand the consequences. I ain't trying to have no kid with no hood rat. No, thank you. Not no one night stand. Come back on me like that. I, I'm cool. Um that's a scary thought. With that being said, that's a scary thought. Hey, life is good, man. I hope everybody, you know, enjoys the poker tournament tomorrow. I'm definitely, I think I'm going to have it sponsored by Slammer because she didn't take the pit bull that I was trying to give out. So I'll go ahead and give out that pit bull plus give out the marble she gave me. So it'll be all sponsored by her. We'll follow it up with a announcement for taking offers for a community tournament. So that'll be dope where we'll see who throws in what, but I'll definitely still throw in a little bit and um, see what we can pull off. Truly appreciate each and every one of y'all, man, for just tuning in, listening, staying with me, rocking with the Bob Dog. Um, Man, if there's anything y'all want to hear about, any questions y'all have, feel free to hit me up on the social at any point. Um, I'm open to whatever. I don't really have too much shame to my game. Um, I'm not really an expert at much, but I know a lot about a little. You know what I mean? Like, it's just... Uh, oh, no, I know a little about a lot. That's what I meant to say. See, I'm already tripping. With that being said, I'm going to get off the air. Truly appreciate each and every one of y'all, and I'm out. The time has come. You've been listening to the Nipple Whiskers Podcast with your host, Bob Dog. He doesn't like you either. Follow us on social media, subscribe on YouTube, and visit nipplewhiskerspodcast.com for exclusive offers and information on upcoming episodes. This podcast will now self-destruct in three, 
two, one.